0: Hello, everyone, and welcome <laughs> to the Prime Subjective, a Star Trek podcast, I should say. Uh the little podcast <laughs> has been on that a little could. bit of a hiatus and it's not taking the little podcast that, despite all the signs from the universe, said we're still gonna freaking podcast. That's um, right. we are coming to you in the middle of a tornado warning here in Philadelphia. Um, and so we're not worried about that at all because as Carrie, as Carrie just said a little bit earlier, it's just a warning. <laughs> um, so we're gonna be totally fine. <laughs> Today we're gonna discuss uh episodes three and four of Strange New Worlds. Um oh, I said that real Philly, strange new worlds. Um episode three tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow, and episode four among the lotus eaters. Uh as I mentioned, we've got Carrie Coleman Hinners.
1: Ayo, ayo ayo,
0: And we've got coming to you direct. From his iPhone, Michael Henley.
2: My name is Michael Henley and I pod the cast. Okay. There
0: you go. He pods the <laughs> cast. All right. There we I love it. Um, so uh, uh, right, getting right down to the to the the bones of the matter, the meat of the yeah. bones of the something, Ye-yo. the the fascia of the matter. Uh, Carrie, how you doing?
1: <clears throat> I'm doing real good. I'm doing real good. So much stuff has happened since we last spoke. Well, has been almost I... a month. That I literally don't know where to start, so I've chosen to just um, say an anecdote that I have, Go because for it. there's too much there's too much in my life to choose from. Mm-hmm. But I recently, I recently, <laughs> recently, uh, rewatched uh, Superman with Christopher Reeves from oh, uh, I think I 79, 81. yeah. Trey Classic, and the Superman 2, It just it upset me so much that I couldn't stop thinking about it. It made me so sad.
0: Oh, that he had been and and had seen, that accident.
1: And I've seen this movie before. No, he didn't have that accident. Superman two. That that was the one where he decided to give up his powers so he could be with Lois Lane, and then Lois Lane. Uh, then he, there was a General Zod, mm-hmm. and those other two guys, and then he had to get his powers back. And then Lois Lane was so, so upset because she, they love each other so much, and she was crying. And then he kissed her so hard that she lost her memory.
0: <laughs> I've had kisses like
1: and, that. <laughs> I know, <right? laughs> and I know. And I. I just want to say that 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 really was bothering me.
0: Which part and... The The kiss? The kiss or the, the memory gosh,
1: loss kiss? Gosh, guys, every let's like, first of all, why? Why does she have to not know he's Superman? Like, why, why can't they date? Like he can just go off and then come back. Like he's so fast. Right. It doesn't make any sense.
0: Well, didn't that he new could. that new series that's about Superman, not new ish, the past couple of years? Is is the kind of one you're talking about because like it's like she knows she's in on it. They have kids. They moved yes, back to the Midwest. Yes. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yes. So it's all fixed, and I know that they get together in the end. But this this whole movie just kind of just it just got to me. Where did that? How does Superman suddenly have a power to do a mind erasing kiss? Imagine what happens used...
0: when you get down to to, to Bonin. I mean. <laughs> I know, right. <laughs>
1: the other thing they got he took her to his uh ice castle uh fortress of solitude his of solitude
0: ice castle and then he went
1: <laughs> to his ice castle in um the north pole and <laughs> <laughs> Santa's workshop
2: mm-hmm.
1: and uh <laughs> then he he <laughs> they just like he went off they made like suddenly there he got a dining room table there and they had dinner and then she said I'm gonna slip into something more comfortable like she just brought her nightgown with her and sure. they, yeah they, <laughs> she disappeared behind an ice uh, sculpture <laughs> and while she was doing that he talked to a hologram of his mom and that he lost his powers but right there I was like he never asked Flois if that was a good idea. Like they had just started dating. That's a, and then, that's and then a, he
0: made a decision without her. I mean, it's I some very a decision without her. It's mm-hmm. some very um, you know, last century um, <laughs> um relationship dynamics going on there, and, less and of a partnership, like, you know.
1: she was like, did you just do that for me? And you know, it's just a big step. And And then they went to have like sex in like a silver hammock also in his ice castle where they're Mm. both humans, by the way, now. And I was upset because I'm like, she didn't get to have sex with a Superman. She got, she just had sex with a regular guy. Mm. (laughs)
2: You know, there have been a lot of things written about the notion that that would be a very bad idea
0: um yeah because the speed like, of his semen wouldn't it like murder her like going through like, her body like just,
2: just completely yeah like you know basically yeah exactly well, they, I, I do think it. That, like, they eventually do it yeah they do but when he's human you know like i think the idea is that he <laughs> well i mean mm, yeah but i mean obviously the new
0: show. It's also all the- shades. It's also all shades of that Twilight thing where like Edward and Bella get together, and she's yes. like, "It felt so good." And then she's like, covered in bruises. I'm like, I don't love that at all. Right, right, right. I don't that. love that in any way, yeah. shape, or uh, form. Uh, no, anyway. no. There's, there's,
1: yeah. Anyway, this was totally this was totally a digression from our what we're talking about today, but it yeah. was just weighing on me. We're I here I to talk about the 1978
0: movie Ice Castles about well, an inexperienced I mean, yet naturally gifted ice skater. Episode. Uh, sorry, no.
1: You
2: know, I mean, there is a bit of a connection, if only because episode three of this uh, that we're about to talk about is also about basically a love that kind of can never be.
1: Yeah. Oh right. That's true. It's very true. But and also, like, why not? Let's talk about it.
0: Yeah, mm, let's talk about it. <laughs> before we get before we talk about it, though, Michael Hanley, how are you doing?
1: Yeah.
2: Well, I am doing
0: great. Gosh,
2: how much has happened since we last spoke? Oh my. We both have had COVID. We both have had COVID. <laughs> By the way, I'm going to give my review. Scale of like one to ten.
1: Of COVID? Yeah, COVID. Like
2: a two. That's higher higher than I
1: thought you would. That's higher than I thought.
2: Well, I mean, I don't like to bring out like the zero stars for something that's just, you know, like, it's got to be like special. It's not the server's fault, you know. No, 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 absolutely (laughs) not. (laughs) Um, So I've been doing a lot of like sitting around and I wish I could say, you know. Oh, I've had so many dreams of the day I had COVID. No, not really. Um, but like, I did think that just like, well, that'll finally give me an excuse to take sick days from work and whatnot since I never do that, nor do I take vacation time because I'm a dumb person, you know? Don't mind me. I'm just working well, through some stuff.
0: Yeah, but, I would I would invite you to do that. Um, I know, you it, I know. You know and uh... thank you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I thought I was going to be like well when I get COVID I'm going to catch up on so much stuff and what happened was yeah. none of that happened whatsoever instead I just slept and felt miserable
1: yeah why um, would you think that you're going to work no while fun. you're having oh, COVID no. what no, is that I thought, all about no
2: I thought I was at least going to like catch up on TV shows and whatnot. instead oh, just okay. like well, I I had the TV well, on
0: and you and, and like, hadn't you and your partner been like super careful like I feel like you guys hadn't even gone to the movies until like a month or two ago
2: it's it's true. We actually we have been super careful. She was on a work trip. Uh, she went to California two weeks ago. And that's where she got it, unfortunately. So uh, I picked her up from the airplane and then, you know, that's just, just how it happened. Uh, so, like, we tested in the car and she was negative. But then the next night she was positive. And then two nights later I was positive. That was the whole thing. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, no, we were super positive. I mean, excuse me, excuse me super careful. Yes. Also <laughs> super positive. Also super positive. <laughs> also super positive. Uh, yeah. By the way, doing that test everything, like, you know how, like, you know, when you don't have COVID, you're just squinting. as like... I don't know. Basically, it lit up so fast. I like for the yeah. first several oh, yeah. days, everyone, so it's just like, it's like, oh wait, fifteen minutes. I don't need to wait fifteen minutes. There it is, right there. I-
0: yeah, because when you have it, it does pop. It pops real quick. It's like minute. Yeah, three. you're like, well, That's there it the same is. Same
1: thing. That's the same thing with the pregnancy test. If anybody. <laughs> <has> <laughs> okay. Oh, good. Uh- okay. All right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, so you know, um, so, so we have been very careful, but unfortunately, you know, just uh, it, it just kind of happened to us, and uh, yeah, I thought I was gonna like catch up on TV and everything, and instead, I would like put the TV on, and like, I cannot tell you anything basically about what was on, it was just stuff that was on, basically. I was just so out of it. So, uh, on the other end of it now, for the most part, we're both negative now at this good. point, which is good. good, so yeah, just a little bit of a cough remaining. So, I mean, aside from that, um, let's see, um. Well, I, you know, in a different, in another reality, in another universe, I would have said, "Oh, we just got back from a great trip from New York City." But unfortunately, that didn't happen because we had COVID, so we missed Shakespeare in the Park. We oh. missed you know, like a couple shows that we wanted to do. Were you going to see Parade?
0: Um, do I have that right? No, you weren't. We were, gonna see ha- we were
2: going to see Hate. We were going to oh, see Hades Town. We, but cool. Parade was on our list. We had like a short list, so yeah. Um. So we're going to try to recoup that, but we're definitely going to miss Shakespeare in the Park, which is a
0: bummer. yeah, and, and because um, and Parade closed, so you're not seeing that. <laughs>
2: Oh yeah. Parade closed. That's right. Yeah. 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 So, um, so yeah, but I mean, aside from that surviving, you know, watched a lot of Star Trek. That's always good. That's always um, good. Um, yeah. That's so, for work. Though.
0: That's for this work. This for work. Yeah, that's your highest work. paying job Absolutely. here at the Prime Subjective. Like, yeah. yeah exactly.
2: I don't, I don't take days off from this. Um, so Chris, I have yeah. a huge question for you. How are you uh-huh.
0: doing? I'm doing Really well. Um, It's been also a very eventful month for me. I also had COVID at the beginning of the month, right? Uh, It was my boyfriend's birthday. And we like went out for the day and we came back and I had a little cough. And the next day, we were supposed to have his big birthday dinner. And I was like, and I had your experience of, I was like, well, I'll just take it. I'm feeling a little bit worse. And it just popped right away. I was like, yeah, okie dokie. Mm -hmm. Number three, third time's a charm. Um, So. But I did, see, unlike you, Michael Henley, I did work, I actually did not take any time off of work because this time was not quite, a, quite as crazy as the other times I've had COVID. But it, because great. I was still isolating from folks, I did have time to watch things. And so I took your advice and, and took a second pass at liking the Orville. Um, and now I've watched the whole series and I really enjoyed it. So <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, <excellent. laughs> I'm
0: on board now. Excellent. I'm on board with the Orville. It's just like, right. Honestly, it's just like another another franchise, isn't it? It's like, yeah. It feels truly mm-hmm. uh, completely attached to... Um, all of this so i'm on board mm-hmm. um <laughs> i wish i had done that before i went to the d DN- and icon when i like those people were actually there like penny was the, the the doctor was there and then that the hot isaac the hot robot dude yeah was there too. yeah yeah mm-hmm. um yeah so that we did that and then also we moved in together uh we've we are now cohabitating yeah. which is oh a-
1: you and the you and the hot Me and me and
0: Isaac from from uh, yeah yeah, from (laughs) Strange New Worlds we're living together,
1: uh, (laughs) obviously, and it's
0: going really good. Um, despite the genocide, he is robot family has brought into our family. No, um,
2: (laughs) you're you're gonna get some of that. I mean, you're getting when you get a robot family, that
0: is just what happens.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, no, I moved in with Paul, my boyfriend. We got a we got a place together here in Philadelphia, which is very exciting. Um, which is nice. We both have our own offices, and like you know, it's it's been great. it's been, it's been really, really fun. I mean, there was the stress of moving, which is everyone hates, obviously moving is not fun, but I do highly recommend the movers we had. If anyone's in Philadelphia and needs to move, I recommend the Sultans of Schlepp. That's Ooh. really their name. And they do get the wow, job man. done. Yeah. All
2: right. I like that. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Uh,
0: and then as the guy was moving us, he was like, so which one of used musical? I see all this music stuff. And I was like, oh, I'm a singer. And he's like, oh, I host karaoke just like four blocks over on Friday nights. And I was like, oh, great. <laughs> That's Perfect. awesome. Yeah
2: can i just Uh, say by the way like you know adulthood all that stuff getting movers is so awesome
0: yeah i was like i'm 40 i have a job i'm gonna hire yeah it's worth it it. i don't need to i'm not paying my friends with pizza and getting a u-haul and hurting all of our backs and you know no no, we can't be
1: we can't be helping our friends move
0: anymore. what's what is making money for if not to make those these really horrible parts of life just a little bit better you know Mm -hmm. i think that's pay someone else to do it Yeah, I think they gave us a good price and we packed really well. I think that's the other thing too, is like, you know, with movers, they're like, well, it's a two hour minimum and, you know, um, here's what you could be charged and blah, blah, blah. But if you don't pack well, it's going to be far beyond that minimum. But Paul and I were like, we're pretty meticulous when it came to that. And so they were giving us kudos for how we packed and how organized we were. And I was like, well, that's that's worth the thousand dollars we just gave. (laughs) 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 That positive affirmations, I'll take it. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's your copay um so that mm-hmm. yeah that was good that was very good but shall we talk about these these new ep- these two episodes of strange new worlds
1: yes. yes yeah great speak of them
0: let's speak of them so the first one we're talking about is strange new worlds season two episode three tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow creeps upon this steady pace from day to day no that's not it that's yes. just Shakespeare. Mm-hmm. Um, a mysterious wounded man appears on the Enterprise and gives a time-travel device to La'an before dying. She is taken to an alternate timeline where Earth is ravaged by war and the Enterprise is captained by James T. Kirk. The device transports her and Kirk to 2020's Toronto, where the pair form a romantic bond. They search for the point of divergence that caused the alternate timeline with help from a younger Pelia and find a eugenics lab where a young Khan Nunian Singh is being raised. A Romulan time traveler named Sarah intended intends to change human history by killing Khan and preventing the eugenics war, which would keep humanity from the path that eventually led to unity and the Federation. Sarah kills Kirk and fights Laan, who kills Sarah and saves Khan. Uh, La'an wow. returns to the Enterprise in her own timeline and is thanked by a time-traveling investigator from the future, a colleague of the mysterious man who confiscates... Who, and she, that person confiscates the time-travel device and swears La'an to secrecy. La'an contacts her timeline's Kirk, but he has no memory of her. She keeps what? a 20th century watch that they used to find the eugenics lab. Uh, and that's sort of the the whole... The, that's that episode. That's That one is... I mean, it was... How did you guys enjoy this? Was this good for you or bad for you? Time travel. Sometimes these time travel episodes can be not quite what they they're cracked up to be. But this one, I think, was good.
2: I thought this I, one was really yeah. good.
1: Mm-hmm. I yeah. liked it. I wish I liked it more. Or maybe I. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. And I think it's because I don't care about the whatever tension this, these two characters together. And maybe that's part of why I didn't mm-hmm. care. Um, I was not, I'm not really interested in this version of Kirk. And yeah. I was pretty meh about their sexual tension. And as you know, I'm an expert on sexual tension.
0: Well, when it so... comes to Captain Kirk, you are, I believe, I believe that's true. <laughs> <Yeah>. So... <laughs>
2: Carrie, when when you say this version of Captain Kirk, do you mean the version specifically in this episode, or the way Paul Wesley is playing Kirk? I think I mean
1: I think I mean the way Paul Wesley is, has been playing Kirk, okay. and I could tell in this episode that he's trying to be sort of like I'm just a I'm just a fun loving kind of guy. Let's go get a hot dogs. Um, <laughs> Trying to but, channel
2: a little Chris Chris, right. little Chris Piney kind of swagger, I think. Yeah,
1: There's definitely it, that
0: vibe. Yeah.
1: I think it's a little more Chris Pine than William Shatner. Um, but I I I also know that it's hard for an actor to come into a role that has been like played that people know. Um, so is he supposed to be? he doesn't want to copy any one person that he doesn't want to, um, do an impression of anybody. So he has to sort of bring his own uniqueness to it. Um, but I just, I'm just not getting it. Mm -hmm. I'm just not, I'm just not getting the, now, um, I was unsure about, um, Ethan, Ethan Peck. Ethan peck at first but he's sort of growing on me because he's he does comedy well um and i'm just not getting that sort of charisma from this character so i don't care if you're doing an impression of Hmm. william shatner or chris pine or whoever but i do feel like the william shatner character has charisma that i'm not reading from him that's I nice. think That's...
0: I would agree with you that in this episode, it doesn't come through. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, we've watched some of the later episodes in the season. And I do think I do see it more in some of the later episodes. But I agree with you that in this one, I was like, what's going on here? I was not feeling it. Yeah, as much. Mm-hmm.
1: And like suddenly she's attracted to him and they like mm-hmm. each other. And it just to me, it was like, I don't care about that. It doesn't it doesn't <laughs> make it's not like I. I don't see it. I don't see it.
0: I That's think also I, it's, but that, other than um, that,
1: I liked the episode. But because there was so much focus on that relationship, it, I yeah. wish I I could have liked it more. I think.
0: I think I agree with that, and I think also, um, I, I think from time travel movies and time travel episodes, I've come to expect more wacky hijinks.
1: Mm. Like I
0: maybe also had way too recently watched. Um, Voyage home. I think we we watch it for this podcast. I yes,
1: believe. we watched it recently. <laughs> yes,
0: and so it was fresh in the mind, and I was like, I want more yeah. campiness. I want more. Yeah, we, got some, but we, didn't, get we didn't get as much. I as I
1: felt, would. I sure. felt like they and the moments that they wanted to be campy, they just didn't hit for me. Like mm-hmm. the um when they tried on the same outfit, or yeah. they were like, oh, we need money to pay for this. I don't
2: know. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it felt um it felt kind of felt like the episode was kind of so yeah i i it kind of felt like they were marking time and like they had like placeholder scenes for something really Mm. fun is going to happen here Mm. but instead it's just like well we just got to get to the next like um him raising money by playing chess it's just kind of a thing that happens it's not really a fun thing that happens Mm -hmm. um yeah you know i mean regarding paul wesley too you know i think it's really interesting in that maybe there are nuances that i didn't pick up because i am still uh, jury's still out for me on how he's playing this character, but, you know, Kerry, everything he just said, I keep thinking about the fact that he showed up last season in an alternate timeline, essentially. He showed up this episode in an alternate timeline. You know, no spoilers, but he shows up later this season as regular Kirk. And, like, in all these different iterations, he's kind of playing him the same And I kind of don't know what to make of that, you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. you would expect in this episode, he'd be a little bit more harder and a little bit more just kind of, I don't know, like a little bit more gruff or something basically, and it's kind of not, you know?
1: I guess that's what I'm like, maybe I'm asking too much of him. I don't know, but I'm not getting any uh, depth from his performance. It's Mm -hmm. just very, uh, I don't know, anyway anyway yeah. <clears throat> I,
0: yeah I did so, I did like when they were they were giving um they're finally figuring out how to play I think La'an, I mean romance aside they're figuring out how to play with La'an's you know history in a way that really like grinds her mm-hmm. gears, and that I, I found yeah. very interesting to watch I and mean, watching her have to save Khan I thought was kind of fascinating yeah. and and uh, I thought and it and was also, a, like yeah Go ahead, Michael. It's Sorry. the
1: whole oh, would no. you go back in time and kill, kill Hitler, Hitler as a baby yeah. you know, mm-hmm. situation.
2: Mm-hmm. I, I wish in season one, I wish this had been kind of layered in more because I feel like her shame about her heritage I, I, I wouldn't say it never came up in season one, I would need to rewatch season one, but I feel like it didn't really come up very much. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like, especially since that's something that drives her so much in this episode and kind of really twist the knife on where some of the story choices go like I kind of wish that had been more kind of built into the character right from the start but I thought within the confines of this episode I thought they did a good job of contextualizing it and I I don't know how I felt about their chemistry but I did like the idea of her you know kind of latching on to Kirk as someone who doesn't know her past even though you know essentially her past is something that has to happen
1: yeah, yeah, she doesn't he doesn't know her past because Khan was killed as a little baby. It never happened. Right. Um I that also makes me think uh a little bit more about the eugenics wars that Khan was a big part of, and so many people died apparently. And it's always a big deal, and it's always a big major plot point in Star Trek. But in all of Star Trek, we've never seen it.
0: Right. It's always
1: yeah. just talked about, and the mm-hmm. details change constantly. Yeah. When it happened, how it happened, you know, it's not a very solid uh, fixed point in the Star Trek timeline. And yet, it is such a major plot point for a lot of these uh, series and episodes and characters. So, I mean, with all the time travel stuff, I'd love to see an episode. Or something where we're in the middle of that war to see how truly terrible it was to see exactly why all of these decisions in the future were made then we might then i might care about it more
0: you know well and i guess the closest we've seen into um the terrible things that had to happen for humanity to come together happen in first contact like when we get to see you know, I know this is post-eugenics yeah. war, but this is like their their world war, you know, this Post- is this is World
1: War Three or whatever. World
0: War Three, yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Um which
2: I I actually think I still I'm still a little bit confused about whether eugenics wars and world war three are the same thing or whether they're different. I think they're different. They're but different. I think they're one different. leads to yeah. the other. Yeah. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're different. I feel like... but the timeline—they keep changing the the dates yes. because in the original series, they said the eugenics wars were in like the 1990s, which was the yep. future for them. Yep. But <laughs> I like... that is not the that is not the case because we've passed the 1990s, <laughs> and they referenced the 1990s a lot in Star Trek, or at least once, mm-hmm. and there were no wars. So they keep changing it.
2: They've been pulling. They've been doing this kind of push me pull you with the um, the with, with the timeline. Like ever since ever since Voyager had that episode where they're in the 90s and it's I like know. we're not we're not going going to acknowledge the eugenics wars. It's the. I'm regular glad 90s. you
1: brought that up because I was trying so hard not to bring that up, only because oh, I'm it... sorry.
2: Oh, did we lose Carrie to the storm?
0: Carrie, are you okay? It did get really dark and now she's not speaking. Well, she, I... It got very dark. <laughs> I'm sure she's she'll come back. Well, we can we can vamp for time, but I do I know what vamp. you're saying. Sure, I feel like I feel like maybe we've talked about that episode of Voyager a fair amount of times. So maybe she was maybe I'm guessing that maybe is why she was avoiding talking about mm-hmm. it again. But it's a great yeah. episode, you know. It and is. I, Sarah Silverman's in it. I mean, what could be bad about that? Um,
2: I know. Yeah,
0: <laughs> Ed Begley Jr. Ed Begley Jr. as as a corporate shyster. Uh, That's right. And, uh, That's right. Yeah. Yeah.
2: now that episode's really fun I feel like this episode was like this is the point I was trying to make which is like I feel like they finally got a chance to kind of cash in a coupon they've been saving for a while which is the idea of like we still want the eugenics wars to have happened but you need to explain why it hasn't happened in real life yet you know Mm -hmm. and so they literally put a character in this episode that's basically about you know like and the timeline keeps changing you know they literally say Mm -hmm. it keeps reinserting itself you know um which is kind of you know and and obviously i'm sure they had this on their mind when they created the character of um uh, uh of uh bon uh, 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 alon um so you know but uh this was them like uh, officially legitimizing just like no they still happen and like not only that you can keep messing with the timeline it's still going to happen just you know all that's going to happen is
0: the, the well, inevitably are- it's going to keep yeah i think i think it will keep yeah it has sure. to happen
2: Yeah, yeah yeah, yeah. which is yeah. which is dark honestly like really kind of depressing like you know because it's baked into the premise of star trek that we almost destroyed ourselves and then we got better but you know it leaves the door open for the idea of like well you know did we need to do that in order to well and also to to
0: me what it says too is that like Doing a true we destroyed ourselves or we came this close to destroying ourselves episode is kind of too close to where we currently exist in the actual design of the world. <laughs> Agreed. You know, I think Star as, Trek as, does
1: that a lot though. They're like, what can we do to parallel how people are right. feeling right now in the world? Mm-hmm.
0: Can we have a flotilla from, you know, Russia and China come near Alaska, just as, I don't know, a glacier is melting and uh, well, houses I, uh, are falling into, I mean, how many things can happen in, in one week?
2: <laughs> the news yeah. is so fun, so wildly entertaining. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. God. Um, you know, it's really fun because um, they, um, before the season two started, they were showing a whole bunch of season one episodes on uh, Pluto TV, uh, the Star Trek mm-hmm. channel, and um, I forgot that in the pilot, they directly referenced January 6th. As uh, you know, this is what yes, led they to did. you know another civil war. It's like you know, on the one hand, I'm just like, just like, well, you know, like you know, like like law and the, like, like law and order or something. Like we'll rip from the headlines
0: a little rip bit. From sure, the for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: But on the other hand, Rips I'm like, from the
0: that's more of a microcosm ripped from the headlines. That's like two people <laughs> got killed, not like a, a, a yeah. whole global. you
2: know. <laughs> sure, <laughs> yeah. sure, it's yeah. yeah, 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 funny. Yeah.
0: I did like, uh, well, I will point you know, out, I'll point out one other thing that I did enjoy, which was a reverse joke they did in Voyage Home, where she's like, Are you from space? He's like, No, I'm from Iowa. But yeah. Here in the reverse timeline, yeah. he's like from that Iowa line. in space. He's from the USS Iowa, where he was born because <laughs> the earth was destroyed.
1: <laughs> I did like that line. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I also enjoyed how this was uh, a how to shoplift uh, tutorial. Hmm. Um, yeah, that was excellent. Good work. She knew about, you know, uh, metal detectors, or, uh, and I liked Pelia. I liked the idea that they created this character that lives forever. So they went to go see her. Mm-hmm. However, it's very, very because I've done this before. It is extremely difficult to live forever. To live forever, and it's extremely difficult to drive from Canada to the United yes. States. Yes and then identification.
0: You need ID you need
1: identification. <laughs> but even then I went to I went to Toronto and we had to drive back. And it was such an ordeal to figure out how to get a rental car
2: mm-hmm.
1: starting in Toronto, ending in the US. And it was not easy. It was a
0: well, a long time ago, you could do it with just your driver's license, but now you need an actual passport to get across that border. I do believe. Yes,
1: you do need a passport. Yeah. so, um, and there and the passport, the uh, border agent that we encountered, was not a friendly guy from mm. the from the border from Canada to the u s. It was That's like, crazy. welcome, okay. You're leaving Canada. Welcome to the u s. We're gonna kick you on your butt. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so it sounds, sounds like us uh I, I went i went to canada with some friends on like back when you could just go with your just your driver's license we like drove up to montreal mm-hmm. and then i guess we stopped in where did miracle on the ice happen where is that that's in um that's somewhere like upstate new york right you know where like that hockey team won some olympic thing Oh,
2: I, don't know. I know what you're talking about, but I'm not sure where in New
0: York it happened. We well, we we went to that town first and then we found ourselves like on that. No one was there guarding that ice rink, this big Olympic ice rink. So we just went there and we, we were just like walk, literally walked out onto the ice, a bunch of college kids. <laughs> and then my friend Rob tried to like, he was like, look at me, I'm going to dive on the ice. And he just, it was one of those things where somebody goes and dives and moves like not one iota. So it was just like, yeah. <laughs> but it was like this is that we became our miracle on the ice um yeah. the video of that which was just very very funny. Uh, anyway yeah that's,
1: i uh, do have that's another thought about this about toronto um i think it was really cheap of them not not nothing against toronto but <laughs> their studios are in toronto
0: they're, yeah they're already filming yes. there. yeah
1: they film yep. in toronto they were like let's just go outside and usually Star Trek is in places that are a little bit more lovely, like um, San Francisco. Wow. <laughs> Love, more lovely than Toronto.
2: Wow. Yeah, Listen, it's but got, you know what Toronto I mean. Toronto has a lot of but, things, you know but it's I not mean. a beautiful, it's honestly a beautiful, it's like, beautiful
1: city. It's yeah. like, it's like, I'm nothing against Toronto. It's fine that they're in Toronto, but like, I saw right through that. I'm like, oh, you guys just went outside.
0: Yeah. I mean, when I think of the one thing I recommend in Toronto, it's always Remington's, which is a, um, a strip club. <laughs> yeah.
1: And are, so, there, I mean, are I... they good hot dogs in Toronto? Oh, what,
0: what's yeah. up with those? Oh, Toronto you mean real hot, hot dogs. dogs? Yeah, yeah. I, I see what you're mm. saying. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, I would imagine. That. I,
2: I appreciate it as a funny joke, because when they first land and they're in there, you know, like basically the um, I don't know my Toronto geography, but the oh, Toronto yes. version of like time it's like rinky Ding kind of Times square sorry yeah to, i'm sorry he's like, I mean call, he's like oh we're he's in
1: like, new york city <laughs> it's new york
2: city And she's like, like it's toronto and like, <laughs> yeah <laughs> but before she even said that i'm just like no it isn't because like you know how when you're watching a tv show and it's basically just like oh we're in this city and like there's a party that's just like no, you're not. yeah I'm like, like that's yeah. like you know and some shows better than others well, but sometimes she's a like, lot you of movies
1: it, a lot of movies, it's cheaper for them to come to Philadelphia and make a street look like New York City. Well, like Max they did Sansom. Daddy do you, you remember that in New York City? Remember hmm?
0: that movie that um that Chadwick Boseman was in, like the, all the bridges out of the city or whatever, or Seven Bridges or something. Yeah, oh, yeah. and they yes. made Sansom Street right by um right where the theater was. Yes, yes.
1: Into yes, like yes.
0: A, a New York City street. Yeah. Yeah,
1: it's cheaper to do that. Yeah. So yep. they'll go to so other cities and make it look yep. like New York City.
0: Right. Yep. That's very funny. But I'm
1: saying they didn't even do that to Toronto. They really no. saved a lot of money on this episode.
0: Well, and they only but used yes, two of two they only used one of their main characters basically the whole yeah, time. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think there were some other episodes this season where they, you know, blew their budget and
0: they do keep talking about how uh, the way the way that the strange new world is being put forth is that each episode is like its own movie basically that's what each mm-hmm. director is being told and i am yeah. i do i am enjoying that i'm enjoying that sort of like because this i mean you stretch this out to 90 minutes this is a movie you know and then maybe mm-hmm. would have had some more wacky hijinks and would have maybe bought their chemistry a little bit more mm-hmm. but um yeah it's interesting
2: uh, you know i have um not to like you know pick more holes in this episode because I, I really enjoyed this episode and i liked it's kind of like relaxed pace because that really helped the end point with the con stuff and all that. but like i have two questions one um how much money did kirk raise playing chess that they were able to afford <laughs> that hotel room
1: that's a nice hotel oh, oh my, my gosh God. with robes and everything uh-huh
2: and, yeah that's uh, you know that's something uh and just the second question is so the bridge that blows up which is a fictional bridge are we meant to assume that that crosses the entirety of lake ontario is that the idea
1: (laughs) they do say it's like they do say the biggest longest bridge in the world so maybe Mm -hmm. i don't know yeah yeah
0: Well, I mean, they have, we, I mean, yeah, maybe they have the, we we have the technology for that now. We just don't do it, I would imagine. We just don't do it. Yeah. We just don't do it. Yeah. We don't even, we don't even support the current bridges we have. Let (laughs) alone build (laughs) new ones.
1: The nation's infrastructure is crumbling.
0: Hey, I don't believe that's true," said the man. Two miles from where ninety-five absolutely collapsed two months
1: absolutely ago. Absolutely collapsed. That's right. <laughs>
2: that's right. Don't don't worry. We 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 filled it in. We filled it in. It's fine.
0: Well, they filled it in truly because they because there's so much money involved in that, and then not know, not Pennsylvania know, yeah. money, but outside money. They made they made it quick. Made it happen quick.
2: Part of me's part of me's impressed how quick it happened. Part of me, which went just like. What did you guys do? You know, like it feels like that one kind of like yeah. so. Like either you can do this quick, and plus you just don't want to most of the time, or you took shortcuts. And where are they? You know, like I just want to know.
0: Well, they just filled it with Teamsters bodies that they have to hide. You know, it's like that whole was Jimmy uh, Hoffa thing. I would imagine
2: <laughs> it's a lot of bodies. Yeah. It's a lot of bodies. It's a lot yeah. of bodies. Um, yeah, the, the body just, guy was like, "Oh, I was saving these for a rainy day." I think you got you got bodies you need to hide for under a, a road. I got can do that for you. I was right. Here. <laughs> what do you what do you need like like 500 bodies a thousand
0: hey, uh, got we you. Got,
2: I got a thousand got yeah, all right i'm i'm so going <laughs> to my brother he's got a place he's got a place so we're uh, going to jersey
0: for the extra but, bodies because yeah. of course jersey we got them so it's good um that's <laughs> i'm like borderline coach steve on that from um from uh, uh what's it called you know the where the, the the gross teenager movie i mean tv show it's not gross it's funny but like and nick kroll is like does the voices and oh big mouth big Big mouth mouth. yeah yeah Yeah. i'm coach d that guy that's what i'm getting to that point basically (laughs) (laughs) i made more anyway it gets really he gets really gross i'm not gonna say any of his lines i'm so sorry um any final thoughts on this episode before we move on to speaking about the next
1: just a small one and we don't have to take a lot of time on it but something that keeps that I can't stop thinking about is when does she braid her hair? Why does she make it so tight? They were at the hotel; her hair was out. Then the next day, it was like in these tight little braids oh, again. She question. doing that? Is she doing that herself? Question.
0: I think that's a character thing because I also think that you know, you know where they you know where people braid their hair and pull their hair back very tight is in the military it's a very like military police kind of thing to be like this is my professional look and i yeah. know not a hair out of place so i think that's just but, telling us how but when does
1: she is. have time to do that
0: you know the sonic shower right i mean you're Ugh, just not getting wet but
1: she was not in a sonic shower <laughs> we were in, Tor- they were in toronto shower. in a hotel in a regular shower anyway we don't have to go on about it it's just something <laughs> that eats away at me okay <laughs> <laughs> So when does she have time to braid her hair?
0: We'll we'll ponder that <laughs> one, and maybe we'll come up with an answer between now and the next time we record. But in the <laughs> meantime, in the interim, we're going to talk about uh, episode four as well. Among the Lotus Eaters, well, Pike upsets Patel by suggesting that their relationship has harmed her career. Uh, the Enterprise is sent to the planet Rigel Seven. I did really count out those Roman, num- Roman numerals.
2: Mm-hmm. Rigel
0: Seven. The site of an earlier unsuccessful mission. Asteroids surrounding the planet emit radiation that make people forget who they are. Pike, La'an, and Mbenga discovered that Zach Nguyen, a yeoman presumed dead on the previous mission, has become a despotic ruler. He enforces a caste system where laborers lose their memories every night, but he and his guards do not. The away team lose their memories and become laborers. Hearing a legend that their memories are stored in Nguyen's castle, Pike fights his way inside, defeats Nguyen, and learns that the castle itself blocks the radiation. The crew on the Enterprise also lose their memories, but pilot pilot Erica Ortegas learns what her job is from the ship's computer and navigates away from the asteroids. Uh, The away team recover their memories and return to the Enterprise. Pike has the main asteroid pulled out of orbit, ridding Rigel Seven of the radiation and restoring the laborers' memories. He apologizes to Patel, and they resume their relationship. This this relationship, I'm got to tell you, feels pretty rocky. Every episode, they're getting I don't they don't they don't seem to be getting closer. Is all. <clears throat> Star yeah.
1: Star Trek all they have a lot of open relationships on Star Trek. So people yeah. are together in one episode, and then they're off with somebody else on the next. But then they're still together. It's it's the future guys it's fine
0: (laughs) um yeah this one was interesting i felt like this was because they're trying to do something similar to not quite as whimsical as the episode from last season where they all became fairy tale characters um from mbenga's daughter's book Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. but also it was less whimsical because you're just they're all just surfs and i was like that's no fun for anybody
1: I did this, think it was this, interesting, and it felt more classic Star Trek plot. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, they all do. I mean, I don't have that um, criticism with the episodes of Strange New Worlds. I think they're doing a really good job being like really uh, time timeless yeah. plots that could apply. But I think this one particularly uh, stood out to me as good because you're we're getting to learn about the char- essentially who the characters are like strip stripping away all of their experiences and everything, they're still, they still who they, the character is still who they are. The essence of them is still there. And I think, I think they did a good job with that. And I think it's really interesting to consider and speaking of the Orville, I know this was a major plot in the Orville uh, as well, but leaving something of uh starfleet technology behind and how Mm -hmm. it could influence a culture Mm -hmm. so those are the parts that stood out to me
0: at some point we'll have to talk about the episode of the orville when that guy ends up staying on earth and having a whole relationship with late meester that episode ripped my damn heart out (laughs) guys i can't
1: (laughs) i know i know that was crazy yeah um
2: uh I I I thought this episode, um, yeah, I, I, you know, the 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 character exploration parts I really uh, thought were interesting. And I liked that I liked I liked Rigel 7 as like an alien world. It's um so trivia time. This is a episode, this is a planet that's visited in like the very first Star Trek episode, um, the one where we meet Captain Pike because it's um it, it, it's written to be happening right in the aftermath of this mission that went bad, basically. So like, this is kind of, um kind of squirting and kind of going back to that basically. Um, yeah. And we see it briefly in that original episode. And I like the fact that they kind of, they did a modern spin on it, but they also, um, you know, captured something that I feel like the original show original series is really unique at, which is that, it's really good at like these eerie planetscapes. And don't get me wrong, you know, like because the effects on the original show were basically done with like $10 in a dream. But like every once in a while they do kind of wow you with like, a, ooh, that's like a really kind of like very stark, lonely, like kind of beautiful kind of like planet that we're looking at here. Mm -hmm. Um, And I thought they did that um, really well. Like the entire episode, especially like the the leading up to walking, you know, getting to the castle and everything, it was eerie. It was eerie in in a very, very, you know, unsettling way. Um, and I liked all that stuff a lot. Um, maybe not coincidentally, but I did notice this episode was directed by Eduardo Sanchez, who is not a name that everybody knows, but he is one of the guys who co-directed the Blair Witch Project, which I thought. Was what? Yes. Wait. Like true. the original one. The original one. It's Wait, true. Wow. say
1: that again. I didn't quite absorb this, it.
2: This episode was directed by uh, Eduardo Sanchez, who is yes. the co-director of the Blair Witch Project
1: okay okay interesting
2: Mm -hmm. interesting um where this episode felt I I felt a little bit incomplete to me is just that I felt that I wanted to see more people around because it was tough for me to understand the cast system that we were looking at when there were so few people on screen at any given point Mm -hmm. it it, it felt slightly off Mm -hmm. to me it felt it, it felt almost too right. lonely actually to function uh, for the story to function
1: correctly. again that mm-hmm. just made me think they're saving money they're yep. not hiring i think so people. Yep. so these both of these episodes to me were like oh they're saving money
0: on stuff mm-hmm. well maybe like maybe the like a musical episode should... cost them a lot or the um, maybe it did i'm sure or, i'm um, sure it
2: cost them yeah yeah um yeah yeah i mean i'm I'm sure you know even though it was like probably you know cheap to of all places film in toronto i'm sure like you know filming in toronto and like public i'm sure that wasn't cheap either so yeah so in a way they saved money in a way they didn't save money by doing the toronto episode
0: i guess yeah let's we'll see if we get someone from the team to, from their team to come on to do a cost benefit analysis for us on their
2: uh yeah roi yeah, like on this so we could
0: really <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> let's um, spread sheet it yeah, out yeah, yeah um i I liked all the ship stuff too um and i especially liked um this episode really made me crave to like have an ortegas episode because like i think she's the only person who has not really gotten an episode to herself so far i agree um and uh she got little bits of it here especially because she has the great moment of you know i'm eric ortegas and i fly the ship which is really well performed and i like the um you know, I like the um, like the tunnel vision of the uh, short term versus long term memory, and like mm-hmm. you know, you can strip away some of the you know, yeah, um, certain, some certain things about these characters, but at the yeah. end of the day, they're still who they are, you know. And I thought that was really cool. Uh, I just yeah. wanted more of that, honestly.
1: Yeah, it's like you'll remember how to to uh, bandage somebody up, but you won't remember that it's your job to do that, is what I think. Right. The line was, exactly. which is interesting.
0: Yeah, I, I I did enjoy it. I think that I think uh, like like as you said, Michael. I think that I enjoyed the ship stuff maybe a little bit more than the um, the vassals down on the <laughs> down on the planet. Um, and yeah, I agree. I would I would love for Eric Ortegas to get her time in the sun. She deserves it. She's such a good um, she's a good actress, and I really enjoy what she's done so far. So it'd be nice to see mm-hmm. more. Um, I do like her schooling Spock too it's like Spock you don't want to leave people alone I do enjoy the, like let Spock have it that's always a good time yes uh, yeah <laughs> and he often deserves it so that's good you know
1: hmm. yeah what else can we say about this episode I, I'm trying to remember about like I liked the performance of the the older gentleman on he the, was great
2: yeah, yeah I agree.
1: yeah And uh, that this culture sort of turned the not remembering into a whole way of living. It kind of Mm -hmm. makes me feel like, oh, people know how to adapt and survive and come up with ways to do things and, you know, mark things on their hands or have, you know, totems or talismans um -hmm. i I don't know um i
2: i like the central question too like the uh, they kind of operate under the principle of just like well it's sadder to have your grief than to have forgotten your grief even though you know i think a lot of people would suggest no actually the opposite is sadder it's sadder to have even forgotten your grief um so i mean I, i really liked that dynamic as well
0: this, this is interesting. Apparently this episode is a sequel to a secondary plot point taken from The Cage, the original Star Trek yes. pilot.
1: Yeah, I'm realize. trying to think about that. I'm trying to think about that if they... Um, what's the word? Retcon, retconned the Rigel Seven story a little bit mm-hmm. because I'm confused a little bit on the timeline. I do think that he's... In the beginning of the cage, he's talking about how they messed up something on Rigel Seven. And so he's upset Mm -hmm. about that and he lost somebody. Mm
0: -hmm. So,
1: does that mean that they are speaking about this? uh, They're
0: speaking about this guy, about Zach. They are, because it's saying Pike's personal yeoman, first mentioned in the aforementioned plot pilot, is given the name Zach. Um is real they although they believed to be killed in action, he actually survived and remained on the planet. So I think so, that, that but is, then
1: that would mean that the events in the cage would have already happened. Yes, yes they did yeah, already five years happen. ago mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yes yep. they did already happen now I remember because in Discovery there was a scene about this yes okay yep. okay yep. so now we have to go back to Discovery now I'm saying it out loud now I can um figure out how Star Trek has <laughs> inserted that in how Star Trek because is star he gets a he, how Star Trek is star Trekking because now I'm remembering that he was in his office and he suddenly gets the vision of the thing okay cool
0: Mm -hmm.
1: okay all right cool I'm on board
0: someone is also pointing out the parallels of this to um that Star Trek Prodigy episode all the world's a stage where they find that primitive civilization that had found the Starfleet stuff and like had made all the Starfleet built all this Starfleet iconography into their culture yeah Carrie I know you've seen that one have you both seen it which one is it
1: again
0: I, I, I All the I've world's stage it's then. where it's like a primitive culture where they're like play acting at being in Starfleet basically they find this like primitive culture yes. and then they have to like, and they think they found Starfleet but in fact it's just this like, yes. it was, it's a good episode I think I really enjoyed yes, it. Yes,
1: yes, 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 yes. Uh huh. I love that. And at the beginning, <laughs> I thought we were getting to that. I kind of thought that this was going to be sort of a live action retelling of that type of story (laughs) when I first started watching this. I was like, oh, interesting. Are we going to redo that story? Because that was an interesting story, all these people thinking that they're in Star Trek, or Starfleet. Um, I was just, sorry, I was distracted because I was looking up where the Lotus Eater's reference comes from no among the they oh, i found it have been a little cheeky with the um the titles of their episodes
0: this is a re- reference to the odyssey
1: ah yes
0: it says the titles a reference to the odyssey in which characters eat lotus flowers and forget they forget they wish to go home
1: that's uh, right. Yes. Yeah, that's it's
0: like right. Me, it's like me on my third martini. I'm yes. like, this Lotus is so good. I don't need to.
1: So tomorrow and tomorrow. <laughs> this Lotus yeah. martini
0: is really yeah. hitting us.
1: So <laughs> tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow was pulled from Shakespeare. Yeah. Macbeth, yep. that's, make, now... that's Macbeth,
2: I think, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Macbeth. I think, I and
1: is, yeah. I think it's pulled, and I read that it was that's pulled just... also from the same speech from another Star Trek, a famous original series episode
0: uh well there there is all, such a history all of, of our
1: yesterdays or something
0: oh i don't know I, I, all i, I know, know is there, there is such a history of, of shakespearean actors and shakespearean folks tied to yes. star, obviously with mm-hmm. sir patrick and all that well, by the way did i tell you that i got a gynan doll that i found you know those you know those like playmates yeah. doll, like plastic dolls from the 90s do you
2: remember yeah. those yeah yeah, no, so a
0: th- figure? <gasps> Thunderbird Salvage just had one. This place is my little salvage place oh, right down the street. They had one, and I literally was, like, truly oh. 10 years old. Like, oh, my God.
1: <laughs>
0: and they like, only oh, charged me five bucks Wait.
1: for it. Five she... dollars? Come on.
0: Does she Info- come in with the a package? Phaser rifle? Is um, phaser rifle? I have to go look. I don't think so.
2: Because there's one episode where Guinan pulls, like, a rifle behind the... It's like when someone's in, yes, in Temple like acting Rowdy. And, like... All I can think of was the time. I think they were selling the action figure at the same time. I was like, "Oh my god, I have to get guided with the, like the rifle." It's like, it's like Wait, that sounds kind of weird, but still. Well, they had
0: that um, one, and then I went back, and they had Deanna and Troy, but I, was, I actually already had that one. <laughs> and then they, had Will. <laughs> then they had, they had Wesley yep. Crusher, and I was like, "I'm good." But um, oh, then they uh, then... they also had then. Depends on what sweater. Uh, uh, the only reason I'm good, at, I like Wesley Crusher. It just didn't look like him. It was just like the other characters all looked like themselves. This one just looks, mm. it looked weird. It didn't it didn't do it for me. Um this, but then they like, also had like,
2: like Yeah. Go ahead, Michael. This is this is a common thing about the play, the, the playmates action figures in general. I think actually where like they like sometimes they looked like the actors and sometimes they didn't really at all.
0: Yeah, they didn't they didn't do the hottest job on that. But then they also had some of the yeah. later ones that are a little bigger, they had like from the movies. And I was like, Ooh. I cannot, I, I I'm already a man who has a whole shelf full of wigs yeah. and wig heads. I don't know how you many have, how to, made... stop
1: some, you have to, to
0: stop at some point. point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they yeah. gonna be cut off. <laughs> because at a certain point it's like what is i where am i going to display that what am i i'm not playing with them you know what i mean i'm just like i'm like look at this cool thing i have um be my friend i guess that's what i had it was what it was as we were kids as well but um (laughs) anyway yeah yeah
2: i i you know one thing else i'll say about this episode too is like i feel like for something like it kind of makes the motion of like kind of being a very captain pike centric episode you know and kind Mm -hmm. of really stripping him down a little bit but i felt i didn't necessarily feel a full through line for that because i feel like only the moment where he's beaten the beating the the tar out of zach towards the very end does it really kind of connect with that idea of like who is captain pike you know under the surface you know is he is is he a violent person you know um, mm-hmm. And, um, you know, so like I I thought that I thought that stuff was great, um, especially as they make Zach more and more pathetic as the fight goes on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just kind of wanted a little bit more kind of seeding that throughout the story, I felt.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. Apparently, people were also criticizing this episode uh, fans who have hearing difficulties because the repeated use of the high pitched ringing noise um triggered some people's tinnitus and migraines and overloaded hearing aids so i didn't i didn't enjoy it when they did that either
2: you know i will say i'm usually not very sensitive about that kind of thing you know but like Mm -hmm. i had the same
0: complaint yeah because i felt that way yeah yeah
2: it was a lot it was a lot it was it
0: was a lot i agree Mm -hmm. i agree with that i agree Well, um, any any final thoughts on this episode before we talk about any recommendations and and, and things like that?
1: I I feel complete on this episode.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. I do as well.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, let's close
1: um, the book on this. Episode. We can
0: close the book on this episode, and then we'll, well next next time you hear from us, we'll be discussing uh, the following two episodes, which are charades charades i should say charades Uh, Charades and lost in translation Mm -hmm. um and i you know i I know i always ask you guys for recommendations i'm going to kick off with a couple of recommendations that i have um a good friend of mine who's a great author you might know he was he he was on our podcast actually he kicked off this new season our eric thomas yes his his new book of his new book of his new memoir of personal essays comes out tomorrow it's called congratulations the best is over Um, (laughs) but it it, uh, hits stores uh tomorrow and so i I highly recommend checking that out um and also i read the i -hmm. I read the sequel to the three body problem uh the dark forest which i also highly recommend very 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 good
1: okay that's on that's next on my list that's next on my list it's
0: it's quite good i mean that they they know what they're doing um and uh, there's one more thing i was going to mention what is it um it'll come to me but those are my two main recommendations for for the for Mm. for this episode anybody else have any recommendations or things they're enjoying right now trek or otherwise
1: i need to tell you because you were talking about the uh getting excited about the doll i took my my friend she has nine and 13 year old boys and we took them to dave and busters in philadelphia (laughs) <laughs> and philadelphia had. you didn't take these. arlo <laughs> no we, Yeah, we did no we did he came to okay. he came too. we all had fun at david busters like... and they have a star trek like coin drop you know you drop the coins and you try oh, to sure get do. the coins to push off and they I never sure push do. off and it's a gimmick and you sit there and lose your money mm-hmm. and they <laughs> have star trek cards that are like all about to fall down and you're supposed to collect all these star trek characters so that you can exchange them for tickets and get some stuff at the ticket busters. and i sat there for a long time and i got nothing
0: oh no oh, and but, even if you had you weren't uh, going to trade them and you were going to keep those cards i
1: was going to keep the cards I was, <laughs> good, i'm like i just want the cards i was like i should have gone to like an employee like i don't want the ticket I just the, yeah, there's just, so many cards. Just give me the yeah,
0: cards. cards. <laughs> that's really funny. Like when when those guys, when the Sultans of Schlepp finished our move, they were like, yeah, so that's the bill. And also we found these. And they handed me a, an unopened pack of New Kids on the Block cards that I had oh, wow. bought at some point in my life. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. <laughs>
1: you
0: know, cards <laughs> Cards go a long way. <laughs> us millennials us late stage millennials what about you michael any recommendations uh
2: i do actually um for my birthday my My girlfriend girlfriend got got... me um i think um i think this was like two or three books ago because he just writes so much but um uh fairy tale by stephen king which came out i think last year which is Mm -hmm. it's 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 a long one it's uh, about like 800 pages i'm about finishing it up uh, but um i'm really enjoying it um it's uh it's essentially a story of a kind of young boy and his dog who kind of um you know in uh who, who end up kind of walking through Ooh. a you know essentially a portal into another world that is very kind of uh fantasy kingdom um wow. but like with mm. its own rules and definitely you know its own kind of its own kind of darkness and um so it's a little bit coming of age, it's a little bit boy and his dog, it's a little bit like really, you know, kind of sensitive, you know, story about childhood, and it's also like very like, you know, fantasy, fun, like all that kind of stuff. So um, it's one of those books that like, I I love it when a book like works to kind of like justify its premise and it's not going to be like look we're not going to throw you into a portal like right away basically like we're going to mm-hmm. build to it, you know like i think stephen king is very good at that you know um where like we're going to get you really really involved in these characters and then yeah. we're going to spring crazy stuff on you and he does it very well he does it you know he'll it does mean you're in for a long haul with this book but yeah i really recommend it a lot i liked it mm. no
0: i i, I like I've, I've read a lot of his books i do enjoy stephen king i mean i know it's an unpopular opinion but you know he's pretty good, at he <laughs> pretty good. So, um,
1: they should yeah. like some of his stuff in the movies you know have they explored that yet they should do he that That'd be it's really crazy. good yeah write yeah. to him write to him <laughs>
0: <laughs> well um yeah well we should we should uh we should definitely uh put, write a letter about getting stephen king published um, but on that note, I think that that brings us, I think, to the end of our our episode. Thank you so much. It's good to be back with you guys. I missed you. Um, sorry, yeah, sorry, my move made it harder for us to get back together, but we're back together. And now we're going to keep on rolling. And you can join us next week where we will discuss those next two episodes of Strange New Worlds. Possibly, will we have new recommendations? Very possibly. Very or will we have new <laughs> dolls that we want to buy from salvage places? <laughs> Who knows? Who's to say? Mm-hmm um but we, on that note we
1: weathered
2: the storm tonight by the way we, we did we, we
0: did none of us got swept away uh or rained away mm-hmm. or tornadoed I did
1: a little bit i did a little bit but i came back
0: she did she, we swam, covered for you. she yeah she her house got knocked back into the into the collings what river is that that's the um what river are you
1: buying uh let's see i i don't even know
0: you don't know <laughs> <laughs> Well, we're going to go get a, we're going to pull out a, a map and we're going to figure out what river uh, Carrie is near. But on that note, we're going to say <laughs> goodbye. Thanks. Anyway, we'll see you next week. Ooh.